Many good things in recent days have been said about the use of the gifts of every individual believer in the Church of Jesus Christ. Also, many false things have been said. It's important for us, therefore, from time to time to deal with this issue of one's gifts and his use of them. So today and on our next broadcast, we're going to do just that. First of all, it's important to distinguish between the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. You know, uh, the fruit of the Spirit is for every Christian. Uh, those items mentioned in Galatians, the fifth chapter, are items which belong in every Christian's life. But the gifts of the Spirit are distributed sovereignly as he wills and according to the measure determined by him. And not every Christian gets the same gifts or the same gifts in the same measure. Now, it's important for us to understand some of the things about these gifts that God has to say because each one of us, in order to be fruitful and happy in his Christian life, and there are many unfruitful and unhappy Christians for this very reason, every one of us needs to know what his gifts are and how he can exercise them. The thing that I'd like to talk about today is that each Christian should discover, should develop, and to give you a third D, should deploy his gifts in the service of Jesus Christ. Until he has done that, he is bound to be an unhappy person. Now, let's look for a few moments at some of the biblical passages that deal with the question of gifts. Every Christian has gifts from the Spirit of God, that is, abilities that have been built into him that it will enable him to carry on God's work. For example, in Ephesians 4, 7, we read, To each one of us the Spirit has given us gifts. To each one of us. That means every last individual Christian has gifts for use for God's glory and for the benefit of other believers and for his witness to the world. 1 Peter 4.10 re-echoes that point in which Peter writes, Each one has received a gift. Each one, not just some, not just the leaders, not just the uh, top dog, top of the totem pole Christians, but each Christian in the body has received a gift. And finally, in 1 Corinthians 12.11, we read that the Spirit distributed to each one individually, each one individually. So the first thing we have to keep in mind is that every one of us who knows Christ as his Savior has gifts. And those gifts, of course, are given that they might be exercised, that they might be used. Now, gifts, the second point to keep in mind is that gifts differ. They differ in kind, they differ in purpose, and they differ in results. For example, in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 to 6, we read, there are varieties of gifts, that is, the very kind of gift, the nature of the gift, differs from the nature or kind of gift that some other person receives from God. There are varieties of gifts, and there are varieties of ministries, he goes on to say. That is, each gift is given for a different purpose, for a different ministry, to achieve a different kind of thing, to produce different sorts of results. And sure enough, 
He goes on to say not only varieties of gifts and varieties of ministries, but also varieties of effects. That is, not everybody comes up with the same answers uh, or the same results in his life as someone else. It's a very crucial passage, you see, in 1 Corinthians 12, 4 to 6. Also, we read in 1 Corinthians 12, 11, that I mentioned earlier, that the Spirit in, distributes to each one individually. So what we get by way of kind purpose or results is an individual matter. It's not a matter for somebody else to become uh, concerned about. He's to be concerned about his own gifts and not about those of someone else, whether he got more or got less or something else. Let him decide what God gave him and deal with that. In other words, the saying to each his own has to be translated uh, in biblical thinking instead to each God's own. That is, God gives to each what he has for each one. Now, the third thing to keep in mind is that gifts differ in measure, not only in kind, purpose, and results, but in measure. They are according to the measure of Christ's gift, Ephesians 4, 7. Christ gives them to us as he sees fit in the measure that he sees fit. So that one person may have the same gift as another, but it may be in greater measure. That person may do something uh, more skillfully, may do it more effectively, may do it more fully than others who do it uh, only in lesser measure. Fourthly, individual gifts are not for one's own benefit, but rather for the benefit of all. Though they are individual, nevertheless, we read, to each one is given these gifts for the common good. 1 Corinthians 12, 7. For the common good. Fifthly, all gifts are important and all gifts are needed by all. Compare 1 Corinthians 12, 14 through 31. I haven't given you any particular verse out of that because the whole passage says that again and again in a dozen different ways. All gifts are important, and everyone needs all of the gifts of each member of the body. So if a person doesn't discover, deploy, and develop his gift, then everyone suffers, not just that individual himself. And lastly, the gifts are distributed sovereignly by the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12:11 says, As he wills, they are given as he sees fit, in other words, to give them to us. So it is very essential that we understand that these gifts are his decision uh, to give to us. They do not come because somebody is more faithful than another person. They don't come because somebody is more spiritual than another person. They come because the Holy Spirit decided to give to you your gifts and to another person his gifts. Indeed, where we read about different gifts so fully in the book of First uh, uh, Corinthians, these people were anything but spiritual or top dog Christians or Christians who were exercising some kind of excellent Christian uh, righteous uh, living in their lives. They had heresy, they had division, they had rancor, they had all sorts of confusion in their midst, and yet they still had gifts from God. Indeed, they were even misusing the gifts themselves. Now, how do you go about finding your gifts? You begin, as Romans 12, 3, by, by a sound evaluation of your own life. That's what you do. Through the grace given to me, I say to every man among you, Paul says, and that means each one of us has to do this, 
not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to have a sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. All right, God has given each one of us the ability, the measure of faith necessary to make a sound judgment about his own gifts, not to think more highly and, of course, not to think more lowly about those gifts which are not his but gifts from God over which he had no control or any rights. And so each man must begin right there by soberly evaluating his life to discover God's gift. Then verses 4 to 5 in Romans 12 tell him to recognize the function of the individual gift among the many. And Romans 6 through 7 says to put the individual gift to work in practical applications by God's help. We'll talk about that in the next broadcast. Lord, help us to discover and to use our gifts for the blessing of all and the honor of your name for Christ's sake. Amen.